Hello, my name is Reverend Seth Nelson, and I am the pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Ronan, Montana. Join in weekly to hear the good news of God's love proclaimed over your life. You can follow us on Podbean and iTunes. God bless you this day. Isaiah chapter 40, verses 21 through 31. Have you not known? Have you not heard? Has it not been told to you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he who sits above the circle of the earth, and its inhabitants are like grasshoppers, who stretches out the heavens like a curtain and spreads them like a tent to live in, who brings princes to naught and makes the rulers of the earth as nothing. Scarcely are they planted, scarcely sown, scarcely has their stem taken root in the earth, when he blows upon them and they wither, and the tempest carries them off like stubble. To whom then will you compare me? Or who is my equal, says the Holy One? Lift up your eyes on high and see. Who created these? He who brings out their host and numbers them, calling them all by name because he is great in strength, mighty in power, not one is missing. Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel, my way is hidden from the Lord, and my right hand is disregarded by my God? Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Even youths will faint and be weary, and the young will fall exhausted. But those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Here ends our reading. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. If we were to just focus on this verse of our reading, we might be both highly encouraged and, at the same time, greatly discouraged about what God is up to in the world. Optimistically, we might be encouraged by the proclamation that our God is like no other. The Lord is everlasting, reigns over all of creation, is not as small-minded as we humans are prone to be, and does not tire out or grow weary. God is almighty, eternal, omniscient, and, at least we trust, omnibenevolent. That is, all good. With the Lord at our backs, we have nothing to fear from anyone, anywhere, ever. However, knowing all this and trusting that what we do as Christian community is the work of the Holy Spirit, the work of God, we might be left to ask, what are you up to right now, Lord? In a day and age when it seems like things should be on the up and up, society instead seems to be fraying at the seams. Housing is out of reach and unaffordable for people of all ages. Jobs are plentiful, but poorly staffed and poorly compensated. Wars seem to be raging as much as ever before. The climate is going all wonky on us. People seem to be lonelier and more disconnected than ever. 
and there seem to be endless mental health crises happening, to name a few challenges in our world right now. As Christian communities, the simple act of going to church is now dismissed, downgraded, or even demonized. If God moves in history to bring us together as baptized believers and never tires of doing so, then it seems like at first look, God may actually have grown weary of our world or moved on somehow. It is difficult to see God's presence in a lot of the problems of our world and church at the moment. The presence and persistence of these problems is very discouraging and discomforting to think about, especially as relates to our Lord's presence around them. Believe it or not, the problems that encircle our world these days, the problems that we must endure as people living in our present circumstances, mean that we actually have a lot in common with the people that Isaiah prophesied to in the ancient world. Isaiah's audience was a people who needed to be reassured that God is everlasting and all-powerful because they were people who had already been wearied by the world. They had dwelt as refugees in a foreign land, had been brought low into poverty forced upon them by conquering invaders, had been humbled from the prideful plateaus that they used to stand on, and had been displaced from the very place where they used to encounter our living Lord. It was to those who were weary, those who were confused, those who were lost, those who could not see what the Lord might possibly be up to next, that these powerful words from Isaiah came. It was to those who believed that God had tired of them that Isaiah prophesied a reminder that God never gives up. It was to those who had already seen the world around them crumble who were challenged to recall that it is God who really creates and provides what we need, especially when all is lost. Those who thought they were at their wit's end and thought that they could take no more were reminded that these ends are merely temporary, for God is in fact everlasting. Then, to those people in such a state, the prophet declared this beautiful, dare I say, beatific vision. He gives power to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Even youths will faint and be weary, and the young will fall exhausted. But those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. While the strongest, fittest, and youngest among us eventually run out of energy, the Lord perseveres. There is no end to the Lord's endurance, and God welcomes us into that endless race. We do not need to worry about the Almighty growing weary of us and our problems, for we are promised that our Creator never will. God is not known for fatigue or faint-heartedness, but for walking with us faithfully to the end. The challenges that we face in our world and in our church can sap our energy and threaten our hope, but God will never be deterred. We trust that the Lord has been faithful through fires and floods, invasions and defeats, tragedies and triumphs, war times and peace times, periods of famine and pestilence, just as much as through eras of prosperity, abundance 
and good health for millennia. God is just as faithful now as God has been before. We are called to trust God through the good times and the bad, because by doing so, we are trusting that God is not defined by temporary passing moments, but by an everlasting eternity. It is the world that shifts with the seasons, not its creator. May we be blessed as we continue on in this season as much as any other, and look forward to the future that God will bring us next. And may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. I hope that you have enjoyed this week's sermon podcast. If you would like to hear more, read my blog, or get a copy of my book called The Church Unknown, go to www.revsethnelson.com. If you feel called to support our ministry, I invite you to go to our church's website at flcronan.org and click on the Offerings tab. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine on you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.